is fueled by Fireball. Ching ching. <laughs> so this is Real Life Rockstars podcast episode nine, I nine. believe. So we are should back. I check that. I think you should probably check that. I'm a, I, I've got the list of things in front of us, but as always, we forget to do something like that. It is nine. It is episode nine. Um, but episode eight has been our most popular so far. Shout out to Mr. Liam of the Cancer Bats mm. um, for that uh, podcast. Um, just before we get too far in, um, as we're meant to, uh, going to introduce us. I'm Dan. Yes, you are. Thanks. Correct. And I'm, I'm Mike. And we are the Real Life Rockstars podcast. We also um, switch it about and uh, do a radio show together called Mike James Rock Show, which is where we get a lot of the inspiration to do this mm. podcast. And this one doesn't have anybody but the two of us on. Oh, no, not one of those. Oh, no. So uh, we're going to get through our normal catch-ups, do our normal sort of intro that we have, um, and then we're just going to crack on with today's subject. Uh, which is social media. <laughs> the minefield of yes. social media. Um, and <laughs> we've, we, the thing is, is what we wanted to do with this one was not actually massively over plan this one. Because me and Mike have been working together on the show now for 12 years and probably what, eight of those we've been active on social media now. Mm. Um, so you, we just wanted to give each other talking points and like reminders because we do this week in week out we've actually just sat working out um, our, our various schedules well, for the week it's a conversation about the things we've learned yes do's and don'ts of learning from our mistakes so we're quite um excited about this one um but more on that later yes um so firstly we need to do our uh general sort of catch up um which, hi, hi. How, how's yeah. the fireball going? I mean, how's your life going? <laughs> um, which normally covers um, music, TV and movies, because uh, that's what we do, is uh, sit there and watch TV and movies in between doing the Well, I've recently, so I think since the last podcast, been working a lot more, but I've also got Prime. You have got Prime. I so. have, so I've been catching up on South Park for the <laughs> last two weeks because there's been so much I've missed. And you've got the boys on your list, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yes, I cannot and wait And a few movies and whatnot, but yeah, I want to get South Park smashed because it's hilarious. Um, I've been um, doing Bob's Burgers on oh, Prime. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, that's been my jam. Um, I'm also working my jam way... Jam with burgers? <laughs> I'm also working Cuts my up. way back through BoJack Horseman. Again. Um, yeah, again, there's a new season, but I wanted to rewatch the the whole thing, as well as doing Umbrella Academy as well, again. Because um, so. apparently they are doing season two, but after the announcement last week of My Chem's reforming, will there be a season three? I even have My Chemical Romance uh, reforming um, on my list of things to talk about for today, because it was uh, one of the biggest, I think probably one of the biggest things that we've had, even though Rage... Reforming was quite big in itself. I don't know, Creeper reformed. <laughs> My thinking is, is Rage have done like the 2000 reunion, didn't they? I uh, think that's when they kind of went their own ways, but they reformed in 2008, nine to do the Rage Against Christmas thing. Yeah. And they did those, they did download and they did the London show. Mm. I think that was it, just as I thought, sort of thank you. And whilst we're here, we'll do download as well. And yeah. It's because we're doing a free gig, we need something to. Yeah, line the pockets whilst we are over here. And um, then Zach Bellarosman just disappeared again, like he does doing his poetry and hip hop and stuff. And, but now it sounds like they're back. 
And what I'm loving at the moment is, um, like, obviously this one is about social media, and there's been some trends on social media. There's the normal bashing that goes on. Um, but what I've seen is actually a lot of love and support for the fact that My Chemical Romance, um, you know, let's just say they look different and it shouldn't be important, but the internet's made it important. Oh, you mean the fact that they've aged 10 years since they... Surprise, surprise. 10 years right? ago. I'm like, seriously, if I go back and look at some of the photos that we did in like 10 years, <laughs> 10 years ago, like, I've grown my hair down my back and then lost it all since then and had a and beard down to my nipples and <laughs> shaved it off. It's like... It, things come and go um, and so everybody and I mean a shout out to every single person that's been just positive and happy and like using it as an opportunity because you know we view My Chemical Romance somewhat as uh, some of the forefathers of really bringing mental health to the to the forefront of social um, sort of interaction uh, because you know they're one of the, the bigger emo bands um, and I just love the fact that the emo crowd is still sort of showing the same love just we're all a bit more grown up um, yeah. And now, so like, I love the fact that I saw one of the. Emo doesn't leave you. No. <laughs> it's like teenage angst. It? Yeah. You, even in your 40s, you get teenage angst. Yeah. And <laughs> just massive shout out to um, the guys of My Chemical Romance for doing it this way as well. It, it's been awesome to see. Um, also, we're. Because um, it's the Real Life Rockstars podcast, uh, part of the reason I wanted to bring this up as well is we will, in the course of. Um, the life of this podcast be answering some of the questions that were raised this week if you're part of the uk wondering why uh download doesn't have my chems on uh, its yeah UK. we covered that on our radio show yeah didn't we? but what we're uh, saying about covering it on this one is we will be going to talk to festival um, organizers as time passes on because we want we know a little bit from doing promotion how the back of the um like background works but we also want to talk to people that do it a lot more than we have on mm. a bigger scale so that they can really communicate to people why sometimes lineups aren't what you're expecting them to be or what you know you would necessarily want them to be can't please everyone there's also that so <laughs> um the only other thing i was going to um say on um music is um i've been enjoying the shapes acoustic ep oh yeah yeah uh which does also go in line with the fact that yet again i'm the only person that's uh, gone to a gig recently um because it, it was sirens um uh, sleeping with sirens palisades and shapes mm. and shapes that's oh my god like they, they can do no wrong the whole thing was just fantastic to watch and like i put up a video on uh, my personal uh, facebook account um of uh, them clapping along to the last song that they were playing and the amazing thing was is all the people that were clapping along with the same ones a couple of songs before that held their hands up and said they didn't even know who shapes were um and so they're winning people over hundred um, percent and uh, just I, I do I just love Griffin's style do you know what I mean like I'm always somebody that does focus a little bit on frontman because I like uh, to sing myself and do that sort of stuff and he's just oh the shouts are good the sings are good the sustain is good um, G-Bird is uh, also uh, like, I, I love his interaction because he's quite like sort of uh, suave on stage and just sort of uh, wanders around and then on a particularly heavy bit he just does this and huge headbang but i like a band where you can focus on a different member and they're all doing a different thing that's cool massive shout out to palisades as well uh, they are not quite um full uh, sort of lineup at the moment and we did an interview um and yeah i wasn't going to cover it because it wasn't right for us to cover something like that but just shout out to their stage presence um and their 
you know, just they're kicking ass as a four piece at the moment. And, nice. And fulfilling tour commitments, and that's a really cool thing. And I just want to shout out some positive shit like that. <clears throat> oh, I got my first swear in. <laughs> um, so, um, shout outs. Whilst uh, you have a, have a quick drink there. Go for it. Um, as usual, um, Mr. Sandman Games. Um, little tickle of an idea with him as well and that we're working on at the moment see if we can combine the podcast world with the twitch world and something quite exciting um shout out to uh greg does art who i i'm not kidding you he made me a deadpool chair oh i saw that on your uh, social media so cool um so uh, yeah massive shout out to uh, greg um he's um I think uh, he felt bad because he was like oh, i didn't um it's like i missed one episode i didn't listen to it i was like no no Stop, you're losing points now. <laughs> we'll be tallying them all up and sending them to Santa next month and yeah. see if you've been naughty or nice and missing an episode. Yeah. Um, Only joking, we love you. Massive <laughs> shout out, um, and I, I really do mean this one. Every single podcast we launch, we get such a lovely um, dose of feedback from um, Hannah of Extra Uncovered or Hannah O'Brien Photography, if you're interested in looking at what uh, she does. And every time she listens to the podcast, all the way through, and then writes us the most lovely things um, quite online. It's sweet, isn't it? So thank you. Um, massive shout out to you for uh, being um, an avid listener of the podcast. Uh, do you have any shout outs uh, this week, Squire? Uh, Fireball. Um. <laughs> Which apparently is, is quite a festive drink because it's full of cinnamon. So, it does uh, taste good, I won't lie. It coming does. up to those you know those colder evenings, Fireball yeah. is uh, you're supposed to serve it cold so uh, straight from outside <laughs> <laughs> um i do remember um the first time i had um, a nice cold uh fireball shot it was like tech fest a few years back um and i was just like what is this madness sponsor my future podcast yes i don't even know what the podcast is about yet but sponsor it um, <laughs> and now we have made it so also just really <laughs> funny that it reminded me because uh, it's a shout out to fellow um uh, fireball uh, buddy somebody that's been on the podcast I know we talk about him a lot but absolutely hilarious moment at the Sleeping uh, With Sirens interview where I turn up with our uh, Tog uh, Martha F photo shout out to her because also it's her image on our um, thing this week so thank you very much for that uh, as with Liam as well she did an awesome shot of that one mm. um, but yes so um, we turn up and I'm like lurking outside and I was like I swear I recognise that voice so um, I start like sort of peering into the dressing room because I'm like, well, they're doing an interview. Uh, I get enough of a view. I'm like, yeah, Stocksy, fantastic. <laughs> uh, Another fireball podcaster. Yes. Uh, so like we went in and like um, he was uh, just like finishing up. So he turned around and <laughs> realised it was me. And <laughs> suddenly uh, Kevin and Nick from uh, Anthony and Sirens had this weird thing where like me and the um, interviewer were hugging each other. It's like, did you have a good interview? Yeah, yeah, no, it was brilliant. I was like, I'm just about to do one. I go, of course. And it's like, good luck and all of this sort of stuff. And like sat down and just before we turned the camera on, I was like, so you guys like are really friendly with each other. And I'm like, community, not competition. <laughs> Boom, got to use it in person. And then I couldn't believe it as I was walking out. I mean, you might have to uh, remind me of the, um, their podcast name because my brain's a bit frazzled. Uh, but you know Sean Smith? Sapien Podcast. They were stood outside, just about to do another interview. <laughs> and I was like, proper Southwest represent of interviewers is right here, right now. So, um, awesome seeing those guys. Go check out Life in the Stocks podcast. Yeah, and the Sapien podcast. And the Sapien podcast, because we didn't do Sleeping with Sirens for our podcast. 
um, but they did. So go check out the longer um, interview because naturally you would have you would have heard it um, on our on our social media um, if you're listening to the podcast because you know I imagine that's where you've probably picked up the listens from. Um, but yes, but well, we, it is up on our YouTube yes. and will be on IGTV our radio. as yeah, well. Will be on our radio show. Yeah, in the next week or so. So, um, I think that's everything that I've got. Uh, I want to say big love to um, Crazy Doug and Helen for their their sweetest sweetest little announcement of a bundle of joy expected uh, next May. So, congratulations, guys. Yes, well done on that front. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That is an awesome one. So, I doubt we'll be seeing uh, young Crazy Doug at festivals next summer because he'll have... Well, we might bring a mini Mosha with him. You never know. <laughs> Start him young. How old is this one? Oh, about four weeks. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we, d- just for clarity, we don't think that's a good idea. and We don't think that this person is capable of doing it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I'm hoping, and, you know, um, Mr. Doug, obviously you're listening, um, is I'm hoping that maybe you just take like a little bit of time off from the festival scene, keep the show going, and then we'll see you once you've uh, got settled into that awesome new life. So yeah, congratulations. Man. Congrats to both of you. Yes. And um, to uh, congrats to Emma and Matt who finally tied the knot from real uh, from real life podcast. No. <laughs> Emma from the, uh, episode two of Real Life Rockstars podcast, but from the um, Straight Out Popcorn podcast and Public City PR. Yes. And various they, other cool they, things. They tied the knot in LA in a very star-studded event, and uh, I can't wait to hear the first episode back of. Uh, oh, it's going to be so good! <laughs> There'll be no film talk at all. It'll just be like at our wedding. This, this, this. this. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, can't wait. Cause, uh, and, um, and it's just for two people that have always been so like sort of happy and loved up and nice yeah. to us as well. On like a real personal note, it was lovely to see. So like really. We do mean the, the congratulations, and feel free to dedicate an entire podcast of yours just to telling us about the star-studded wedding, because that was super cool. <laughs> it's every time you see a photo from someone else that was there, because I, I follow some of the other people that were there, yeah. and it's just like, oh, that's a different angle. Oh, that's who the back of that one is. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chino's at your wedding. <gasps> David, oh my God. Oh my God. I won't name drop anymore, that will leave that to their podcast, but yes. I, even I was in awe, it's like, hmm, perhaps I need to get... <laughs> no, I'm, quite ha- I'm quite happy being single. <laughs> well, so <laughs> moving on <laughs> from our, from our status like that, um, we don't have any uh, sort of like uh, massive reason to rip the um, rip the interview start point, but we probably should just for uh, you know for the sake of. Oh, it. you want me to put a sweeper? In? Yeah, put the sweeper in. Rip the mini intro. Because um, we can end like hit that shit, and then we're literally going to carry on talking. Okay. So hit that shit. Real life rock stars podcast. And we're back. That was a cool sweeper. Yeah. Charlie makes the best ones. <laughs> it's totally, uh, totally not just still sat in exactly the same position doing exactly the same thing we were before. True. So social fucking media, like just Jesus Christ, like. Uh, what, where, where do we even start? So, I, because this one um, is mildly on me, and we're gonna we're gonna reveal to you Mike well, James Rock Show secrets now. You do run social media for an FM radio station. This and is true. Have helped out bands and PRs and stuff. It is your bag, and I just kind of nod and agree. And go, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, so, so what button do I click? 
Have I tried turning it off and turning it on again? What, the internet? You could turn off the internet. Then no one would listen to our podcast. But this is true. <laughs> oh, I have a malfunctioning lighter. Oh, thank you very I much. I have a backup one. Right. Got so, your back, bro. Hashtag. So, I'm going to start this with yeah. a little bit of um, explaining our ethos when it comes to social media. Rather than uh, necessarily giving any lessons, this is just like what we do, what we have to like, so some of the stuff that we have to combat. Like I say, today's bust, lesson in class. Yeah, busting out um, the stuff. So um, at the moment, the Rock Show runs um, three main social medias. We mainly focus on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, we do have a reasonably successful YouTube, but we will hold our hands up and say that we have never sort of turned Sauron's eye towards. YouTube and like yeah, proper. we don't tend to run it as a social media. It's more of a housing We've, portal for us. But we, yeah. you know, it does. It does it really does well in us. itself. Yeah. Um. So um, we are more than happy if uh, anybody that's listening to this that has um sort of YouTube as their bag. We would love to actually speak to you um mm. moving forward, uh, because you. Well, then, like you said, it's all community, not competition. So hundred percent. If um, you've got some insight then yeah, let us know and we'll let everyone else know and we'll all share the information and hopefully we'll all grow. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to just run through some of the ethoses that we currently run our social media under with a little bit of personal ethoses as well and chime in uh, at any point that you feel necessary, especially on the personal ones because we have very, very different sort of ways of managing our own personal social media and always have done. So... <clears throat> and the show ethos is at the moment is we like to obviously internally self-promote the show, the podcast, um, listen again on um, Mixcloud and stuff like that. And in between that, we do what, like a series of throwbacks, memes, um, inspirational shit, um, telling yeah. people about some of the stuff that this podcast is focused on. So we've done like a lot of PR focused stuff recently. Um, as well as we used to be like a bit shit at actually running our social media properly, which is why we thought that this would be a good time to do this one, because we're not trying to say that we're doing a social media podcast because we're super brilliant at it. Just it's, learning from our mistakes and exactly. passing on a kind of knowledge, really. Because we, like, we've fallen foul to many a mistake. Like, we tried to blog about three years before blogging was a thing, and then we were late to the party on blogging. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's been like uh, sort of uh, things but the main thing that we have is like we've worked hard on having what we call the show voice and what that actually just breaks down to is me and Mike being able to talk the, in the same tone as each other when doing show announcement stuff and that does run across the three social media um, we've got a good sort of focus on positive mental health practice rather than like rather than glorifying mental health we just try and be the like a beacon of positivity mm. within some of the memes that we post um there's often like we're not we're not super soapbox over opinionated but we do try and keep the um, posts of a certain you know just respectability uh, um we don't put our personal views into it that's no, for we, our we personal stay, social media we stay away from politics um of the two countries that we um are in or at all really not um, just UK well, and the US and yeah, no, world shows. politics as well um, but our show goes out in the US and UK so we um, definitely don't post anything like that and that is not something that follows on personal social media because 
I do a lot of political posting, but that's my personal choice for people that follow my sort of like not brand because I don't particularly have a brand, but I've been, I've been a heavy poster for many years, mm. um, so I choose to do that. But we keep our show um, unbiased, and we're not saying um, in this that any band that sat there listening, you should be unbiased when it comes to political stuff or anything like that. The 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 point behind this sort of thing, which I'm rounding to now, is know what you want yourself to be online uh, when yeah. you, when you first start thinking about social media or if you're like we got to and um, so you've you've got social media you've had it set up for a couple of years but you're feeling a bit stale you're feeling a bit like i don't know what to do um sort of break down what you actually want to represent yourself as you know your feed is your advert um we well if you're a band for instance you become that brand as soon as you get a name really exactly you need to think of your identity and stuff and social media all needs to come together as well and under that brand and you got to think of like we do with our radio show it's the equivalent of a branded thing so you've got to create that voice and have a tone basically um so our tone is good mental health uh being funny because we both like the Mm, that's dubious (laughs) sometimes yeah some Um, people find us funny but but i pay your mum now (laughs) (laughs) but um that was again like we even uh, so we do uh, just again show secrets but nothing that um, I don't think anybody would be too surprised at is we have a dump drop of a folder where stuff that we um, have seen and we saved and we want to put up we um, put into one place and then when I'm feeling super show minded I go through the entire folder and I like right postable 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 um, and occasionally Mike will just drop something into that folder to um, like sort of <laughs> screw with me. So there's been like weird Teletubby memes that have like no relevance to rock or metal and uh, stuff like that just to see if I'm paying attention. Uh, but again, the reason that we're saying this and going out there is it's okay to give a shit about it enough to mm. plan this stuff out. Well, it's for a lot of artists and bands and stuff. It's first port call for people knowing about you is through social media yeah and um, so you need to get it slick really because people expect it nowadays there's so much help out there to make it look slick sort of like your art packages and your you can, do, you can use fiber if you need to and yeah things like all that. things like that it's you know you need to make sure that everything is run as a unit and slick and everyone's talking the same voice and that's yeah. the that's the thing like if say like for us it's there's two of us so it's quite easy but if there's yeah. five of you in a band and you're all jumping in, say, like on Facebook, it then becomes very, very well, jumbled up, doesn't it? So you, it's better to maybe have one person does one thing, one does another, and, you know, it might be a case that there's two of you that do the social media for the entire band across everything, right? And then mm. you've got some person that does the merch, someone that writes the songs and looks after booking gigs and stuff. You know your purpose within the band and, or, or, well, or whatever you're doing. Like, but actually then, assign a purpose as well. Yeah. So, like, me and Mike but have, then have, you know, they can all feed into the social media for sure, but make sure it's coming through someone that's more savvy than the rest and, you know, not necessarily putting pressure on them or anything, but it does well, make no, it, a lot more sense if there is someone dedicated to looking after social media as there is someone that's dedicated to booking your studio time or writing ba- you know, writing the songs and all that kind of stuff. Everyone has their purpose within it, within the brand now, because you're not just five guys sat in the studio writing some tunes and things like that you have to think much bigger nowadays in the modern pro- uh, climate you you become your own record label of sorts and your own A&R and your mm. own brand manager and PR and stuff and that's before you've even played your first gig this is the <laughs> thing because um, I'm 
this is again like we we wrote lists to talk about at the start of this one mm. which we didn't actually look at each other's and i have um, written down here choose a manager um <laughs> you know um and sh again if you're really um stuck and you sat there because we're we're sort of assuming that uh, social media manager yeah well yeah. no no um like choose generally a a manager because oh i see what you mean like some uh, just band leader a bit, not the guy that's like the most important, but um, it's the interesting thing. And you know, we said that we would be very honest about uh, what we're like. And um, you know, when we first started, um, I was a bit nervous, dipped my toe in. Mike encouraged me. You didn't me. speak on the radio for a year. <laughs> yeah, um, dipped my toe in, wouldn't like sort of um, like. And then once I uh, committed, and we told the story many times, but once like I was all in, I think Mike at points probably went. Should I regret this decision? Because suddenly it came to a point where I'm like, I am the neurotic one of the two of us that ha has that weird processing, like admin brain that remembers stupid amounts of facts and ways of doing things. So like, we'll sit there at festivals and Mike's like, well, what do I do here? I'm like, just do this, 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 and this. And you're like, every time, like, how do you remember that? Like, I don't know, but I do. <laughs> um, and so again, a good like sort of manager is sometimes taking that person that does those things well and going right then you concentrate on that so if you have somebody within well, your band that's good at talking online and has like the animated face but yeah. they're not actually good at sort of running the um, admin in the background then all they have to do is make sure that they're filming the things that you want them to say and sending it across to the person that can post it better you well liam to... touched on it in the last podcast as well if you remember mm -hmm. he was saying like there's someone that does all the, the driving and the route planning and stuff like that and that's mm. quite an arduous task and he's like he does all the front you know the front man type stuff of interviews and bits and each member of the band has got their own purpose and it keeps the cost down so it's you know it's exactly the same principle isn't it everyone has got a specific mm. role within the band and social but media is is it's as big as an, it, yeah. a leg and a big and leg big an arm of what you're doing so it's the main thing which i've had to sort of really um, communicate to the FM station I work with um, that, now, fortunately, I, um, it's it's been a good learning curve, but um, it's now coming as I know this is actually a, a massive arm of doing uh, running a brand is um, social media and what what me and Mike have done to like manage it at the moment, because we tried doing time frame management where I was in charge of it for like a day and Mike was in charge of it for a day. And, like, <laughs> that That didn't work. What actually worked was... And that's just between two of us. Yeah, it was lessening the workload kind of on a day-to-day -day basis. So we both work every day at the moment. Mike runs essentially Facebook and, and the background sort of email accounts that we have. The industry. Yeah, and I run Twitter, Instagram, uh, the website, and um, any sort of production that needs doing a visual uh, work that um, isn't covered by our... Uh, wonderfully patient photographer that, that makes the same images over and over um, <laughs> for us um, yeah um, I do all of that sort of stuff and we added social media to that natural divide that we've had for years where I've always handled like the infrastructure of being online um, and generally was responsible for it because Mike was generally responsible for handling the inbox and the actual putting together of the show and it's worked quite well having that identity within the thing where we don't feel like we're, um, you know, locked out of the other person stuff. Like I've helped Mike um, with his side of things. He's definitely, definitely helped. You can tell because he now runs Facebook. That took a weight <laughs> off my shoulders. And those sort of things made it really manageable. And what we found uh, um, really enjoyable is they're taking on 
for us a life of their own um, because we've got 10 years worth plus of um, we have content. We have content. That's, that's one of the things yes. I was going to mention. Is that I, I just have content written in massive capital <laughs> yeah, letters. <of> <laughs> uh, content is important. Content is key. Yeah. Um, so because having a status update all the time just gets monotonous and boring, and it gets lost in the ether. So having varied styles and you know, varied, uh, you know, from texts to memes to images to videos varying things up grabs that person that's just scrolling on their poo break because yeah. let's face it that's what we all do isn't it um yeah if you've got something that jumps out then people are going to notice it so it's making your posts well it's like um, noticeable amongst it, everything else it's what is good content so let's split this down because on the flip side to the book here i actually have just my schedule for the week that i have to plan um, I'm not going to say necessarily what's um, in the plan um, because that's pretty boring. But um, I already have it split down that across um, just a day-to-day -day basis. I have Instagram main feed, Instagram story, and Twitter main feed as the things I need to definitely have content going up on. And I I plan out rough like sort of I got like an ideas map that um, yeah yeah does the same thing. You do the same for Facebook. Um, so it's also like working out what content are you going to put where so for example if you're a technical band on guitars drums or bass do consider your playthroughs keep it internal keep the content there and i'm not saying slam on up every day but if people are into the technical nature of your work you, you don't have to do like this over the top video where you're really focused on the camera all you need to do and again if you don't have a friend or somebody within your local scene that can do this for you. Go to somewhere like Fiverr and start talking to the online artists there. Mm. But get yourself some simple branded titles. Use YouTube videos to teach yourself on something like, I, I ended up teaching myself on Premiere Pro. Everything is available to, to learn now. Yeah, so. For, for, for free, really. <laughs> and the point is with that is, again, um, a lot of hard work in the beginning pays off dividends as you go on because mm. I learned Premiere Pro and now I can uh, and don't get me wrong, I say I learnt, I, I have a very, very, very base limited knowledge that allows the show to function and I'm trying to get better at it. Um, but that base level um, knowledge has kept us functional now for, you know, God knows how many years. As relevant, we've stayed with the times. Yeah, um, and moving up like through um, and paying like the extra money for a better editor, I mean, you know, for me, it's given me a lot of content creator abilities. Um, but... It's that thing is, you know, if you're doing playthroughs or you have like a certain content that's almost as big a release as say a music video or a track drop, then consider getting nice titles made for it. Mm. Make, make a little thing, even if it's just going up on your internal social media and you're not making money off of it. Content is key because it will push people towards the ways that you make money. People that, you know, want to know how to do a drum through or guitar playthrough this stuff is available well, things you could do one of those a week for instance mm. uh, four members of a band four different run throughs and say how many songs have you written so a five track ep um, that's a year's content pretty much uh, with you know extracurricular activities going on there but also but like, simple like that it's simple little things that will then generate people when they're scrolling going like oh that's something that's caught my eye and then hit on it you, it needs to be able to pop doesn't it really yes yeah. And bands, like, again, don't don't be afraid to outlay a little bit more money with your graphic designer and plan out, like, a couple of different themed sets to a tour or a particularly big gig. 
So, you know, uh, give either your support band the same branding, but an ability to um, sort of uh, have, you know, almost like we're playing with these people at this uh, time. So if you're giving them a, a poster that is for your tour and they're your support band and you're putting their name big on there, they're going to use it. Like that stuff's going to get you there. But I've you... seen that recently, actually, either support bands promoting a tour as if they're the headliner because it'll have the picture of it'll have all the branding of the tour yeah but it'll have the picture of said support band yeah uh, with their logo big across the top and then underneath the photo it says smaller supporting i don't know whoever the the big main band is kind of thing but it's, yeah. it's almost flipping it but when you read it it's just like well that's fair enough yeah they're the band that's supporting but you've got that attention then it's, it's exactly. just little um, things that I, I guess we're in a lucky position where we can see all sorts of different PR works within the rock and metal. Well, it's because we do like um, everything across the board. I mean, mm. you know, like um, we have different personal interests. So Mike has, um, we've shouted out our um, social media before, but he's, oh, that Mike James. I'm Devin Dan, and as you're looking at us on Facebook, and uh, to be honest, just add me if you particularly want to, Dan Steer, because, uh, well, Mike doesn't post that much on Facebook anymore. I haven't posted on any of my social medias for some time, but it's just nice to have a break and then... Well, I took a complete break of like nine months and not being on them at all. So yeah. um, I, I advocate that, you know, if you're burning out on social media, also, um, you know, bring it back to a scale. Now, Plus also, it breaks algorithms. Okay, so um, again, I'm going to give away um, a little, <coughs> excuse me, a little too much, um, a little bit of a... Oh um, man, cinnamon whiskey, fireball, fuck. <laughs> 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 so cringe. Um, all right, Gotta um, get that branding in. <laughs> so again, I, secret but not secret, not a big thing, but something really worth um, mentioning is get your head around scheduling. Mm. scheduling is the, the the key is the win is the is the way that you can take a break for a couple of days that you can you know walk away from your um, sort of feeds driving your nuts and stuff like that get yeah. your head around because at the moment and uh, you're not looking at third-party schedulers for Facebook and Instagram go to create a studio get your head around what's in there it's actually quite easy to run for, yeah, for an hour's work, you can do a week's worth of posts and schedules, and you'd have to go back and do all that once you once you get your head around it. And if I can do it, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is that is a huge part of uh, how we function and the like ethos. We go with scheduling over live tweeting, and that's we're at festivals, and then we um, have different tactics again, and we drive each other loopy trying to keep on top of all of this stuff because it's so much work. But it pays off. It does. People pay attention. But also, we've both got full-time jobs <laughs> with, with lots of overtime and lives outside of, you know, rocking hard on the radio. We, you know, we've got family. We've got mates. Well, you've got mates. <laughs> I'm quite happy being a recluse at the moment. <laughs> um, but it, it's, it is the point is that you've, you've got to find, and I, I actually, um, this feeds into another one of my points, is manageable goals. So we're talking about posting um, a minimum of three times a day on each network that we run. But we are different to bands. We are a radio show, so we've got different three content. different things that we can post. Whereas if you're a band, yeah, you've got to work out your own strategy. But... So make it manageable. And also, like guys, find the balance between um, being professional and doing like announcement things and being too personal. 
like and the show sometimes does um uh too much on the professional voice but that is because it is still like it's a radio show and it's a publication there's certain things that we want to maintain with it so if you want to see you know the mild difference then go check my personal um sort of tone of voice out on um my dev and dan networks in comparison to what i do on the mike james rock show networks is there is a different tone of voice and we are telling you that right now it's mike's <laughs> rock show tone of voice on facebook and it's mine on twitter and instagram but pretty much <laughs> we've been doing this for so long together and announced so many things over the years that it, we like to think it is largely the same voice oh yeah yeah because that's the show yeah sure we we talk as the show so don't be afraid to find out what your band voice is because that will then help you build a schedule as well do you want to be reblogging um, all the time do you want to have um like lots of videos or are you a band that that doesn't actually suit as well? Because if you're not a social media heavy band, still get your head around what social media does and plan a light schedule. Mm. You know, um, just minimal announcements. It's still going to be good to shout out your tours. It's still going to be good to shout out your EP releases. Get sort of people going. Also, my God, um, your about sections at the moment are getting better and better and better. Like, this isn't work on them. Most people have got really good about sections on their uh, pages. Oh, what you mean? The, yeah, as, yeah, as in about the band. Yes, right. uh, they're okay. about sections. They're, they're, A boot for Canadian listeners. <laughs> they are, at the moment, some of the best, but don't be afraid to include everything that you're allowed to include. So all of the contact details. Um, mm. You know, make... But like, you don't want to be drawing people away from the platform they're no, on. No, no, so. I'm, I'm, I mean, like, if you've got an email for tour booking, put it up. Mm. If you've got, like, sort of a main... A press person. Yeah, exactly. Put up all of those details. Um, give yourself the best chance in the world of getting what you're looking to get. Also, um, you know, it's, it's tricky, um, and it can be a bit draining, but don't forget, um, really good tour distractions is... Writing yourself a list of things that you want to post whilst you're on tour as like a tour diary just on like say Instagram story. We've seen it work for bands where they've managed to kill some of those really monotonous boring hours just by posting um, sort of um, you know stuff on. Uh, well, all, yeah, I've seen bands that have done it from the tour bus actually where it's like you know you get the Instagram ask me kind of things. It's like I've got a six hour journey, everyone's asleep, ask me anything and you know that's another way of getting to your fans yeah. back in the day when I were when I were a youth it was fan fan scenes yeah and and now it's you know it is you that you, you've got a direct link to bands bands have got a direct link to their fans as well which is exactly not been heard of before until this kind of social media age which is it's, it is a big thing to get your head around if you're and you know from a different generation that's starting mm. a band and like you know we do kind of catered towards the newer bands obviously but there are going a to be bit. there are going to be bands that are out there that are still finding the whole internet thing new and exciting like for, for their bands because you know. and well again i think people sometimes do get a little bit surprised that because like, we um it was the thing which um almost went on between the two of us is um i've had my dev and dan networks for uh, probably as long as the shows have had its own networks um Whereas you only recently uh, picked up the other ones. Um, and it was because you're like, well, nobody necessarily wants to see the stuff that I actually want to post. And then you've found that people really do enjoy the Devon countryside and seeing what mm. you get up to. It's, you'll find that there's that both on a personal and a professional basis. You know? 
put stuff up, give yourself credit. And that is one for the older bands, is you don't know what would be interesting. Yeah. Like what behind the scenes stuff. And again, mind your tone, because you don't want to be putting up things that make yourself look bad and not having a filter. But, you know, debate whether or not you would want to see it come out underneath your name. Be proud of your name. Be careful with your name. Because it, it it's your life's work. It's your passion. It is. So let that guide a little bit what your tone and like content actually is. I think you almost touched on something I had written down just then, which is um, making sure you tag and thank the right people. Oh, so good if, God. if you go to a venue and you play and it was a good night, thank the bar staff there because they'll remember you next time you're back and you know they might throw you some extra fries in your ride or whatever. But thank the venue, make sure you tag the correct one because especially mm. on Facebook you'll have the venue one which has got like the one where they do all their events and stuff. But then you'll also have the business Mm. account on say Facebook and you want yeah. to make sure you tag in the right one if you know the name of the sound guy that did the sound for you tag him as well make sure you say thanks so you can tog and tag their accounts oh god just pause you a know, second or, for the togs because oh, that's, that's a whole different thing but oh. also if, if your song is played by someone or reviewed by someone mm. like a, a blogger or a radio show like the White James Rock Show make sure you tag them when you say thanks because it's all cool you saying thanks to people that are um, you know, yeah. following you, but you, if you tag the, the like the band or the venue or something, they'll be able to check out, and it becomes a bigger community, and everyone knows about each other. Exactly, um, and also like, uh, don't uh, be afraid to. If you had a really good experience, and the event that is being run is either by your promoter or by your venue itself, jump into the comments afterwards and thank them publicly there. So yeah, that, yeah. Um, you know. Don't, don't be afraid to set the bar high um, for showing respect and love for the people that you're working with. Because, again, if you're wondering how this would translate to something like us, we would probably, um, and thinking about this on the spot, if we were to do something like that, and we do, we generally use our Twitter to um, sort of fill up um, with tags and thanks. Because that's the place where it's kind of easiest to find the right accounts. Um, the not, algorithm. Not always though on Twitter. Right? Not always, but uh, we're getting better at it. Um, but that's the one that we tend to like. The algorithm doesn't kill us as much if we're doing lots of like some mm. thank you posts and stuff like that. Um, but again, the, it's content. You know, you can. Um, we had a takeover this uh, week on the show, and as we were leaving, like I, I got all of the proper accounts there with the phone in front for his personals and went, "Do you want me to tag you for all of these?" And he was like, yes, perfect. So I did both the official uh, band accounts and his accounts. Um, and it, again, it, it's, it's put hard work in first to get better results um, like on the, in the long run. If you're tagging the right accounts, if you're not having to edit your posts. Yeah. Um, and also... Locations as well. Locations. Well, th this one doesn't phase me too much. If it's like... Um, because some of the schedulers that you have to use, um, say Twitter's scheduler, like the one I currently use is Hootsuite, and that one only gives you current location, so I have to tag things from Exeter. So if it doesn't uh, feel like oh, okay. a hometown tag, I do leave that off. Um, but again, like, tour tags, when you're moving around, make sure that you're looking for the right venue account check, tags. Yeah, check into the right yeah, venues. The right uh, things. And don't, you know, don't overham it if that's not the strategy that you've uh, decided on, or if you want to put some of those towards the personal where... You know, you, we've learned it ourselves, haven't yeah. we? Because like we've we've tagged um, 
Mike James Rock show mm. uh, as a check-in, like, but you, how can you check into something that's just online? You should have done it as the the, the venue kind of thing, the yeah. place exercise. So, you know, it's just kind of common sense, but we're just kind of trying to get it fresh in people's minds again, really, aren't we? Yeah. Some um, of these ideas and things, it, it, it's, a, it's not like teaching your nan to suck eggs, really, but it's just trying to refresh people's minds because everyone slips and goes it gets in a sort of rut or something i go actually i used to do that on social media i don't know why i don't anymore and some of those and, um, and also pace yourself like the main thing which i found is um if you're unsure of your account tags that you're going to go tag search them out first um follow them if uh, you want to because then when you um go to actually write the tag they're going to come up um in your suggested mm. uh, better than if you're just trying to um, tag the account um so yeah, for sure. Make sure that um, your your tags are good, um, and also if it doesn't like and uh, hashtags. I was gonna say if it, um, for the ones where it doesn't look right to tag like a um, a weird thing and it doesn't say who it actually is, don't forget you can just in the say Instagram you can say I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, one that's really uh, different, but say you've got such a long band name that it's just not possible as a, a tag. So they've shortened it to an oh, acronym. What, like uh, Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. Yeah, uh, PB Castle or something like that on uh, social yeah. media. So don't be afraid to write the name out in your little bio of what you're saying and then just in your hashtags below, tag the official account with your app. Yeah. Do what looks aesthetically pleasing. And it reminded me, um, that, that was what I was going to say next. This is coming from two dyslexic people. Mm-hmm. Um, we really struggle with uh, keeping typos off of our networks. Um, in fact, just today we were discussing how difficult there, there, and there is. Um, <laughs> just how um, I felt afterwards. <laughs> there, there. <laughs> um, so, um, again, some just cheats that I, I imagine a lot of people are using, but don't be afraid to have a Word online document because all you need is a Microsoft Outlook um, account. Um, email. I have a Hotmail that um, gives me that, mm. um, and then you get the spell checker if the internal spell checker to what you're using isn't. Like, um, we'll often use my phone at festivals to check the wording of stuff because I I use predictive text and Mike doesn't. So um, there's le- <laughs> we check stuff at festivals on my phone. Um, yeah, but to- I, well, I do when it's on my laptop, just not when I'm on my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Also, Google, um, if you're like me and you sometimes struggle getting the right letters on similar sounding words, there is actually the vocal function where you can speak the word into your phone on Google and it will just show you the spelling. I know this is really absurd, but it's how we've managed to keep our typos down to quite a... But it's the the thing, uh, Google, how do you spell? (laughs) (laughs) I just, I literally hit the microphone button and just say the words so that it gives me the dictionary thing. Oh, you don't have to ask it. No, you don't. literally don't have to ask it. You just say the word at it. I can Sausages. <laughs> I can literally prove this on my phone right now if you wanted me to. I'm surprised our uh, phones haven't pinged off with it. We, we said Google enough. Okay, uh, Google. No, we're no, good. Yeah. We're good. We, we're that's because we turn our phones off because we're pros because we, we do this on a radio. <laughs> exactly. Um, I do want to touch a little bit, like we've kind of covered it in various ways, but... Um, 
they're sort of uh, general algorithm beating tactics without actual any game so plans. That's what I've got here is times to post, which kind of is the same thing. Um, it really is because there are certain times a day that work for different things depending on what you are to post mm. and depending on where you're posting. So Instagram main feed is different to Instagram story on what's a good time of day to post. Um, and again, you if you're thinking like we have to, where we're trying to make our posts relevant for both the UK and the US um, audience that our show drops in, it can get a little bit like, okay, so I've got to do this at this time for this reason. And like, so just basically try and divide your general waking day up into about four to five time slots. If you're planning a schedule, if you're thinking about um, what are good post times and work out what those four or five uh, time slots look That's like. That's if you're your doing product. a schedule. I can say for that. But even if it's just working out what are the good and bad time frames, by trying to, like, I found by just trying to work out post windows for a schedule, it taught me which were good and bad times. Yeah, well, I I tend to find that between seven and nine in the morning is best because obviously everyone wakes up, checks it. First thing you do, check your phone, then you get up. (laughs) Or is that just me? No, Uh, I do it too. And then, um, sort of, lunchtime ish, anytime between sort of 12 and say two ish. Yep. People are looking at their phones on their lunch breaks, school breaks, that kind of thing. And then maybe like a, a three till six kind of slot when everyone gets home from work and yeah. things like that. So for instance, for us, the morning time, people tend to listen to the show a lot more because they do it as they drive in. So I tend to post more about things that you can listen to. Yeah. And then when you get home, well, I tend to promote uh, anything that's like kind of youtube that you can kind of just put on in the corner whilst you're preparing food and things like that because yeah. that's exactly how I lead my life kind of thing <laughs> I was like audio in the morning and then something visual in the afternoon where I can just start, watch it or listen at the same time as doing something else just background things Completely. that you can do so that's that's just for a radio show perspective yeah whereas you know if you're in a band or doing something else then you know you've got to make it workable for whatever you are promoting out there um, also um, don't don't fall foul of uh, copy and paste. Yes. Write things out full hand. You, um, to the point where I have sometimes, because again, we, we do this alongside main jobs, and I, like, I am an insomniac, and I get tired at points, and my brain like stops functioning as well as it normally does. Um, so what I do is like I have uh, sometimes, I'll, I'll openly admit, a bit of a hashtag generator, because I sit there trying to hashtag for Instagram, and I was like, I just can't think of anything to write mm. so I, I do a hashtag generator but what it does is it sort of prompts my memory and I don't copy and paste I have it open on one screen so I use three computer screens when I'm running the show um, I have it open on one screen and I'm like uh, using it as just an inspiration board um, so again don't be afraid to um, like have things open that will remind you of like you can write yourself notes good hashtags funny and ways to post funny ideas about things that you can post but don't copy and paste anything. Take that extra bit of time because this weird there are, stuff you can does work. copy and paste elements, or for instance, like links to. Oh yeah, no. Like sorry. For us, we I copy, hyperlinks are fine. Yeah, hyperlinks and stuff like that. But yeah, it's the actual wording, the bulk text that's yeah. not copy and paste. And um, try and jumble up your emojis and things like that if you use those kind of things on. Again, on your we platforms. we have different tactics because I have word counts and a different tone of voice I don't use a, a huge amount of emojis on what um, I do with my accounts yeah um, but I was you know you, you can like like I said yeah, or you said like I do the Facebook so especially when we're doing stuff on live on air yeah 
we kind of try I try and get emojis that fit with what you're actually what we're doing. actually doing so yeah. it becomes part of the comical thing but so I was quite impressed that I managed to find one for uh, King Diamond so. <laughs> no, no, that was... I just wanted to bring that up man because I was so happy with it it's <laughs> like now it's now made it to the podcast as well you can make King Diamond emojis <laughs> um, I was quite happy um, uh, well um, I have been generally quite happy running the Twitter on a um, show announcements because I just get to gif for two hours straight and I love gifs uh, they're so much fun to work with but it also, that's also something that just pops and people will see it straight away and go oh hang on we get a lot of interaction from bands with that because it's like you tie it in and it, um, the thing is, is it's also when the, um, a band does a retweet and, and like, then their fans see the way that we're sort of responding to their track with the extra care. Because, like, again, we've got to beat the algorithm from me having to <clears throat> post um, a certain... Not a certain wording, our station isn't that harsh on us at all. Um, but um, we want to hit a certain hashtag and a certain um, account tag on every tweet because that's what, you know, sort of the general working practices of the station are. I'm not sure if anybody else on the station does hammer it for two hours um, with every track being done. So that's something that may just be specific to us. But again, it's lovely that when people look into uh, the accounts that we use and the uh, tags that we use, that they're going to see us with the things that we're aiming these things for. So know your your generic copy and paste hashtags, the ones that you don't mind taking a bit of a hit on the algorithm with for stuff. Um, but you know, we've picked up and put down various incarnations of our own names. So we've hashtag Mike James Rock Show, MJRS, Team MJRS. Yeah. Community not competition, community over competition. Um, but it was starting to kill our reach um, so badly because you know, we used to be copy and pasters and that's how we realised that it was killing our reach. Um, Keep things fresh and new and varied is the punchline to that one. And <laughs> my, my personal opinion, and you know what, don't fight me because it's just not an opinion, but uh, my personal opinion on the hashtags is I think it's better to do five original better ones than copy and pasting sort of 10 plus. Ah, there you go. I, I, I think that generally if you're putting the time and effort in to thinking about decent hashtags, if you're feeling uninspired or if it's just not something that um, you know comes with a lot of hashtags, which is sometimes what you're doing when you're posting links, is just five decent ones. Oh, and on links as well. Just for um, everybody that still seems to forget it, links do not work in Instagram posts, and unless you're at a certain amount of followers, they don't work in the story either. So just something to be aware of. How many followers is there? I don't know. I should have researched that before, uh, and we did more than one. we get, then I guess. And we're not at that level yet. And we're, <laughs> we're, we've said we that have we're, goals and aspirations. And we said that we're being honest about where we are. And I and then I've got this one written down, and I do plan to be as honest as always because I want to answer a question that I'm sure. Because if I was looking sometimes into our product with the amount that we have to say about it, I would wonder a certain thing about our product. And we are on the slightly lower amount of likes. Like we, we, we are aware of this. We don't have the most YouTube subscribers. They're better than they um, like were for many years of the channel. <clears throat> We've hovered around a similar amount on Facebook. Our Twitter is pretty much the same. And our Instagram fluctuates not as much as it used to. But the reason for that is, is because we have never once bought likes, no. done any bot challenges on uh, that one, but equally, we haven't had enough money to um, do a actual like strategized campaign for anything apart from the promotional work that we used to do underneath our show name. 
So we were yeah, putting money we into putting Facebook in, for putting on name gigs and stuff. For yeah. underneath the name Mike James Rock Show, we would put money into that, but we've never actually put money into gaining likes. Um, and part of the reason I mention this is because we are getting to the stage because we wanted to run a decent schedule before we started putting funding into getting people just to look at the schedule that we run. Um, and I thought I'd mention it on there for anybody that is geeky enough to sort of uh, see. Right, so we're saying we're about to do it. It's coming soon. And then we will fill you back in on like part two of this little mini series that we're doing, uh, because social media we could bang on about it for ages. And I want to, <laughs> I want to hear people's feedback. I want to hear your frustrations and your your tips, your hints, and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we are going to do a funding run um, of our own money because again, we are self-funded. We're independent. And That's why I'm doing all the overtime, dude. Yeah, <laughs> most of our money, uh, year on year, and if you're asking yourself why have we not funded our social media, is because we actually prefer to keep up a quite a rigorous schedule of leaving um, the West Country um, to drive to other parts of the UK and you get know what interviews. we're doing all right without actually having to put money we, in. We, we have got to organic, yeah, yeah. We have an organic following, which is fantastic because we have never chased it down. Um, so massive shout out to anybody that has listened to this through coming through our social media, um, anybody that regularly uh, likes or comments and is part of the positive so, um, mental health movement that we've tried to be a part of ourselves. Anybody well, the that podcast comments on is us, popular, man. It's, mm. Well, I think it is anyway. I'm not going to go into like figures, it. but <laughs> like, I think it, it's definitely a different way of doing things to doing the radio show and how 100%. we go about promoting that and... Um, things so yeah it's been quite fun so far and to be fair like we've uh, giggled about it in the background before but we have said it's a little bit like we're the uh, salesman of um, music and we kind of get why people don't necessarily follow us if that makes sense because you know we our show is two hours of playing other people's awesome music mm. and don't get me wrong we have a, a, a a high enough opinion of our presenting skills that we present in between rather than just doing a playlist show. Um, but yeah, it is an interesting thing, like an interesting product that we're trying to sell in this day and age because it is like we, we've tried to model it in quite an old school sort of thing that radio is important, that um, having the ability for anybody, everybody to contact us. So it doesn't matter. Like I've, redirected like three people off of my personal Facebook this week into the show's account because yeah. they had a nice tone of voice and I didn't mind them contacting me. Um, you know, they, it's lovely that we have this avenue and that's what doing an old-fashioned radio show is like, but we get that it's not necessarily the thing that you're going to immediately go for for likes. And But it's also, and doing the podcast is a whole new product to be able to promote through what we've learned from oh, doing the radio 100%. show. 100%. But... I think we needed the podcast to be able to run the social media that we run now because we didn't have enough. Well, we had content which would basically just been a lot more. It would have been a lot more photos going up. Yeah. A lot more posts about the listen again. Whereas now we can vary it up because we've got the use of memes nowadays, and, and and things like that, which which you can use as as you know. And the related subjects that were yeah. also um, like. Uh, because we featured heavily on PRs in the run of uh, Real Life Rockstars podcast so far, we are now shouting out um, just the general companies on our social media because I'll, I'll hold my hands up and say it is good content for us to be able to post up. You know, dynamic logos, being able to show love for people that we've worked with for years. Mm. It's, it's a lovely post to be able to uh, put up. But we've had bands turn around and go 
fair play. They are really good to work with and there's been some absolutely wonderful industry feedback. And then I've had a couple of uh, people um, like uh, pop up in my DMs and going, this was unexpected, thank you. It's like, it shouldn't be unexpected. Like, but we're as guilty of that as everybody else. This isn't us saying, you know, like, oh, I, uh, everybody should be doing this. Is It was just something that we decided to run with it off the back of the podcast, as Mike says. Is it? And also for us, it was something fresh and new to actually focus on. Mm. So, again, if you're feeling a bit stale on what to do, um, look at look at maybe starting a different product that's purely for social media um, or like a podcast uh, if you're like us and you need an ability to talk um, about the things that you're interested in for like more than two minutes there in between tracks. There's so much content brands can create to keep themselves fresh and new. Like, mm. we were about... Uh, <laughs> you, you were on about playthroughs, but there's also, you know... Um, go and talk to the, uh, you know, get the band to whoever liaises with the artist. There's all the artwork and stuff for the yeah. band. The merch, you know, merch designs and stuff. Just do little background things like that. There's, there's yeah, so much shout out the people that you work with. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's what about having a good tone of voice works with, is if you're shouting out the people that you work with. And um, we, we have banged on about this, particularly with Togs, because they seem to be the one that people forget to, you know, necessarily... Yeah. show the proper um, love too. So every single post that will be going up for this podcast, our photographer who took the picture for the podcast, like with the last one, will be tagged. And with the human understanding that possibly one or two we might drop and forget to um, do the tags, we do the so many posts about it within its promotional run. Um, but we try and tag absolutely everybody that we work with um, as often as we can. If I'm promoting this through the week, I'd only do it on the first one because I don't want to bombard uh, the photographer with every other day or however often we post about it. It's just a case like there it is. You know, it's going. She knows it's going to get promoted. Yeah. For the next uh, fortnight or so until the next. Uh, but we keep the watermark on for that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we keep the watermark on. I just don't want to be like every day she like logs in and goes oh god Mike James Rock shows attack but since I make it again oh it's promoting the same well, thing I, which is I cool do it, but uh, yeah I do it on my networks but again that is a tone of network thing where yeah. you expect more credits on Instagram and Twitter for photos because it's a f- yeah photo yeah so yeah I'm, I'm speaking at this point as the person that does it uh, yeah. that way um, but yeah uh, but we keep the watermark on as well we also also also, do not edit our uh, photographers' um, stuff, so you can get yourself great content um, that could definitely repeat. If you credit a, photo- a photographer well, and um, again, if you find out if there's a going rate for working with somebody, uh, you may find yourself paying, you know, a very small amount of money that helps them function as the um, like tiny corner of the industry business that they have, um, and then you may find yourself with multiple different things that you can post. Um, and surely that's worth it, you know, bunging a professional uh, photographer, or even an as- aspiring professional photographer, a little bit of money so that you've got well, content that is you. Say there's five of you in a band, right? Yeah. Uh, you're bunging 20 quid each. Yeah. That's 100 quid. You could probably get a tog to do a good half a day, if not a whole day, a couple of locations if you're willing to drive them around and stuff. Make a day of it, document it all for social media content, and you will also have a product at the end of it of proper professional photos that you can also use. So there's plenty to be done. It's not just you standing in front of a camera posing. No, there's, you need to think. There's a lot. George, you're outside now for co- you know outside the box for content nowadays. It's literally everything. Like, um, 
I was scrolling back on my feed the other day and found the first photo of the last podcast season series that I did, the MJRS yeah. podcast, and the very first podcast is just a picture of me sat at my desk with uh, two laptops open, recorder in hand kind of thing, Yeah. just at a desk kind of thing. It's just like that was behind the scenes of the first podcast, and that's how I'd build it, and that was about four years ago, I think, wasn't it? So, yeah. So little things like that will draw people in and that's how you can build your followership because you're supplying content that's new original and no one else will be able to do that because it's just you guys in a band or you guys doing this and that kind of thing it's yeah so it's letting people in but not being overly personal yeah so a few different i can't this is why we said that we could literally have we have been talking about this for a, a fair while now a fair while. <laughs> longer um, than some of the interviews we've had on this podcast <laughs> So, and um, I think, uh, because funding is the last thing on my list. Funding? Uh, w which we talked about, so um, putting money into um, adverts oh, okay. and stuff like that. Yes. Um, I do want to round that point out a little bit, because we, we did a little bit of a digress uh, within it. The thing with funding, I was going to say, is our personal standpoint on the way to do the funding to just get your page likes up is get your schedule sorted first. Mm. Get manageable sorted. I'm not saying necessarily a schedule like you're going to post really heavy and you've got to um, tick loads of boxes but know what you're going to do first before you start bringing people into the page some of the worst things that you can do is start a really good idea and then end it with um, like really quickly don't be a stop start on your content know your content first launch manageable ideas yeah and that's the same with funding do not bring funding into the equation until you can rely on yourself to maintain a certain presence you know that that would be the only thing I'd say. Well, what? plus if you're say you're funding to like, oh, here's our page, like our page as a band kind of thing. Mm. People are going to like it, but they're going to check it out first. So if if, they, if you're promoting out, going <gasps> like our page, like our new album and stuff, but you haven't posted for six weeks prior exactly, to, prior yes, to yes. it, someone's going to go. Well, why should I like this page if you're only going to promote? Your, um, the last thing you promoted about was a gig a hundred miles away from where I am, and you haven't posted anything from that so yeah get your content prepared and stuff it's like creating a meal isn't it you get all your ingredients ready yeah and then you bung it all together and stick it in the oven which is your scheduler and then ping oven um, ready i'm just thinking because <laughs> um, break it down so just to give you an idea of what we're saying about manageable content and everything like that so minimal let's just quickly bash out the um, ideas on what a minimal minimal is across the three networks that we're talking about uh, which are generally your chatty networks, is your minimal is one to two posts a week on every network. That is a, what I would consider the base minimum that you have to run at. Mm. Even if it's just like, um, you know, a picture of a microphone if you're in the middle of a writing process. Just Yeah, um, I would say people, like you take a month off for Christmas or something. Yeah. Because you've all got family commitments and work and all that. Then you can put that up as well. Like, um, yeah. But also, don't um, don't be afraid just to um, like again with this schedule that we're talking about. If you're planning time off, you can still do one post a week, scheduled, sort it all out, and take a month off work mm? with two hours work. You know, yeah. Uh, this is this is again it's managing mini your life, minimal. Isn't it? Minimal is one to two posts a week. I think that um, anybody that's wanting their social media to have people pay attention to, get your head around the idea that one to two posts a week is the minimum. You yeah. know, they, that, that to me is minimum. Medium is when you're getting sort of, you know, the, th the three to five posts a week sort of medium. So it's almost one post a day. Yeah. 
You know, you're getting up to one post a day as your medium sort of presence. And for people that, um, you know, are just trying to hammer out a, um, a content thing, if you think you've got a lot of content, then try heavy um, and like big content management, which is what we do. And currently we run three networks with three posts a day. Um, yeah, but also on those networks, you've got to think you're doing the 24 hour feed as well as the main feed. Yeah, exactly. So um, th that for me, um, I actually run three networks in that sort of sense by myself. So I had three content streams. I have to plan um, every day. Um, Monday to Friday. We also run Monday to Friday because it is the industry standard for something like us to do it and we slam Sundays with our actual show anyway. Yeah, so and it's it nice to have 24 hours off from not doing anything on and a Saturday. We, we also don't want to be constantly in people's feeds like, oh, they never quit on the weekends because we, we have to go out on Sundays. Yeah. So um, Of course, we are reactionary. If something big happens, we'd be 100%. all over that on social media. It's just that we're not posting tend to have at least one day away because it's good for our own mental health and being that as a weekend as well it's even better because no work well supposedly no work but you know it's your own time exactly. predominantly at the weekend isn't it if you choose to work that's your stupid folk michael <laughs> <laughs> um so that is worth it. i'd say that that is the thing and on a minimal schedule minimal funding don't do a big push if you're only doing like one to two posts a week that and with a medium to big one Get, get your content sorted first before you start paying to be, uh, mm. bring people in. One, it will lessen your anxiety if you know you're managing it before going, shit, I've paid X amount to bring people into the page and I now can't manage it. Yeah. Um, but I would always advocate, um, excuse me, um, building your own adverts, uh, taking the time to understand uh, the different things that you can focus adverts on rather than paying to promote a certain post. Yeah. That's my personal feelings. Um, I'm not sure if everybody would agree with me and 100% come at me um, through any of our normal means of communication. I'd love to hear what people think um, on uh, you know, promoter post as a, um, a post to normal adverts. But I haven't seen Boost post as much as it was like once out there. I think it's Facebook's pushing it a lot less. Yeah. Um, but I'm also not in touch with Facebook at the moment because you do most of the running of that. Um, so that's well, what they, they, saying, they tend to offer you boost posts for posts that are popular already. Yeah, and that's a bit strange. And um, and it's it, for us, it's always going to be a meme or something that isn't actually promoting mm. our podcast or our radio show. Yeah, <laughs> which is that's fair enough. Memes are funnier than us. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so thanks for staying tuned. <laughs> um, have you got anything else on your list? I'm I'm done. I'm just looking. Uh, no, I've covered everything which I wanted to cover. Okay. Have you got anything on yours? Uh, I was going to mention Spotify and YouTube sharings and stuff, um, but I think we can leave that for the next time. Yes. Because we'll be following this up next year, I guess. And uh, things would have changed because social media, if we have learned one thing, is uh, almost an hourly evolution. <laughs> <laughs> a many-headed snake. Like You learn how to do one thing and uh, cut the head off. And, and it will take you by surprise. The thing you, you will think won't work or that won't be as popular <laughs> will absolutely break the internet. And then the thing that you really want to be out there, you know, be it the announcement of your album coming out or your best interview you've ever, ever done. And then, <laughs> and then no one picks up on it. Even yeah. though you've done everything right, it's at the right time, you've scheduled it, it's all looking aesthetically pleasing and all the tags are on and everything like that. 
and yeah still just, sometimes it, just, it can fall out it's of. just the way sometimes an algorithm works yeah and we learnt that also by not putting things at o'clock <laughs> yes um, Al always try and do odd numbers I find when, when scheduling I, do I it just, a, a I whole number mine. yeah well um, I do uh, well, two and four basically two three and four are the best ones yeah um, and f uh, seven eight nine yeah yeah so uh yeah but o o clocks on one minute pass is basically you know that's on the hour algorithm dropping so yeah that'll cripple you and so just try and keep a, an idea about what you're scheduling and if you're doing on the heavy this is on the heavy schedule uh particularly if you're doing work multiple ones throughout the day just keep an idea about the times and try and vary it within the hour that you're posting mm. um but so you could also have your feed as an actual news feed because our american station mm posts every few minutes and it's always something new always something regular but they've got contributors that all feed into that oh, main 100%. thing and that's that's just how it works and then when you're posting that often you do become a news feed that people then link to because that's where they get their information from. exactly we just is... can't maintain that feed with jobs yeah like the, it's it's too much of a demand to try and function as a magazine um sort of style posting uh, regime whilst we're stuck doing uh, um, work where we can't be on our phones for basically eight hours a day mm. so so that's another podcast done i guess so because uh yeah else we're just going to go down rabbit holes and on another and um, another issue for sure so yeah that was uh our our dealings with <laughs> basic social media and content creation yeah that's that's how it goes down that's how we've circumnavigated the absolute cluster F that it is <laughs> me being all FM studio yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess it's be switch should I do a well normally once we've done an interview or a, a something like that we have a a jingle out and then we dissect what we talked about yes we don't really want to dissect what we talked about because we'll just end up going again down a rabbit hole so shall we just finish with a toodles and then i will put the jingle at the end so it's almost like a, an exit tray as we would say on the radio show i think that's the best idea you could have uh, had okay so before i press play on it tell people how they can contact the podcast and us on social media okay so um you've got uh, real life rockstars podcast at gmail.com for a direct podcast sort of link um you can get hold of us uh, through the various other means so mikejamesrockshow.com has a contact form um we're just at mike james rock show on facebook now which i'm very happy about um we're also at tweet mjrs on twitter we are at mike um, at Mike James Rock Show on Instagram, we're Mike James Rock Show on YouTube, and he's Oh That Mike James. I'm Devin Dan. Pretty much all of the networks. Cool. And it's just us on the um, the Mike James Rock Show ones anyway. So you'll be talking to one of us. Mostly people think it's you. That's our <laughs> that, that's our podcast about social media that's going to be promoted on social media. So fantastic. Till next time, I'll press this button and it will do a jingle out. We'll do a jingle out. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> Real life rock stars. <laughs>